Okay, let's get to the word tonight. I'm going to preach about on the outside. On the outside. And, you know, sometimes we get pressured by things on the outside because that's what the world looks at. They look at the outside and it puts incredible pressures on us. And I was reading something in the paper today and I was like, wow, you know, whenever the Lord gives me a word, he kind of confirms it. And I was reading an article about, in the Sunday Times about all the violence that's going on in the schools and these kids beating each other up. And it's not like when we were at school, the kids were beating each other up. It's different now. They're doing it now to, be, to receive, apparently, more likes on social media. So the more kids that you beat up or whatever, on the outside you look like you're a tough guy and you're really cool and you're really something and you get more likes. So it's a really um, horrible situation, horrible situation, but that's a worldly thing. It looks, the world looks on the outside and it's obsessed actually with what's on the outside. And it's deceived by that and it affects people's lives, especially young people. You know, they think, oh, I want to look like this, or I want to look like that, or I want to have that, or I want to, I want to go there. There's all these things we look at and outwardly we just think, yeah, I've got to have it, I've got to be there, I've got to do that, I've got to, I've got to, got to, got to. And we become quite covetous. The world looks on appearance, you know, the outer appearance. It looks at our features. And I was saying something to somebody the other day, and it really struck him. I said something, it's a common saying, I don't know, if, well, I think it's fairly common. But he'd never heard it, and it really, really appealed to him. He had a dark skin, and he, he was talking about, you know, issues that he's had. And I said, you know, it's not about your appearance, it's not about the outward, it's, you know, we all bleed red. You heard that saying? We all bleed red. We've all got the same colour blood. We might have a different looking face, we might have different coloured skin, we might be different features, different appearance, but we all bleed red. And that really, really did something for him. So that was what kind of got me thinking about this. Okay. And another thing I was thinking about, I was hearing about, you know, sometimes it's hard to get a job. And apparently the research says if you're a good-looking person, you're more likely to get the job than the ordinary-looking person. <laughs> Sad to say, but it's true. Because people are impressed by what's on the outside. The sad thing is that when people judge us that way, we can also judge ourselves that way. If we don't think we measure up, if we compare ourselves to others and we compete with others, you know, we can get jealous, we can get depressed, and you know, even suicidal. You see young people, young girls with anorexia and all kinds of eating problems and self-harming and all kinds of things because they are judging themselves on their outward appearance. And it really has a very deep, deep um, effect. So I want to go through a few scriptures. Just preach about on the outside, okay? This is a story of um, the prophet Samuel. He's going to anoint the next king of Israel, okay, after Saul. And he's been sent to this family that's got many sons. 
Jesse's got many sons. And so he lines his boys up. And so it was when they came, all the sons lined up, that Samuel looked at Eliab, the oldest son, and he said, oh, surely the Lord's anointed is before me, before him. So he looks at this handsome looking person and thought, this must be the next king of Israel. He looked at him and he thought, surely he's the one. But the Lord said to Samuel, so the Lord must have spoken to Samuel's ear and said, uh-uh, <laughs> do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature. So he must have been quite strong or tall. Or he was a good-looking guy because I have refused him. God said, no, this is not the one. Don't look at the outward appearance. Don't look at his physique because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outside of the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So basically God is saying, he looks good, everything looks good, but I've said no, I've refused him. Why? Because on the outside he looked good, but something wasn't right on the inside. And God sees on the inside. So he's saying, no, this is not the one. And of course, um, none of the boys that were there lined up passed the test. And so he said, you got any more? Got any more sons? He said, yeah, there's one out in the field. The little shepherd guy, David. Of course, they called David in. And he was the one. The interesting thing is, I didn't put this passage in there, but it said, okay, David also was good looking, but it wasn't an issue for him, obviously. For some people, it's an issue. So um, outward beauty is not wrong. It's not a bad thing. But when we focus on it and when we have attitudes about it, that's when it becomes a problem. Okay. Then we skip forward into the New Testament in the book of Peter. It says this, do not let your adornment be merely outward. In other words, don't, don't be concerned only with what you look like on the outside. Okay? Arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Look at this. It cost me a fortune. No one else has got one. <laughs> that kind of thing. Wondering what we look like on the outside all the time, concerned about it. Rather, let it be the hidden or the inner person of the heart. So throughout the Word of God, we're reminded it's not about what we look like on the outside. It's what's on the inside that really matters. Okay, so he's saying here, don't let, don't let worldly things, don't let outward things rule your life. Don't let it rule your life. Don't be more concerned with that than you are with the things of the inside. You're worried about everything here, but you're forgetting about what's really important. Okay, so you can be beautiful, you can be humble, you can be godly. And many times throughout the Word of God, the Bible says that, okay? It mentions people's appearances. Sarah, Rachel, Joseph, David, Daniel, 
Esther, they were all said to be beautiful in appearance, but they were not controlled by it. They were not exhibitionists. They were not affected by it. They were affected by what was in here and by the call of God. Okay? So like I said, we're looking at things on the outside. Now let's go and see what Jesus thought about all this. He dealt with this quite strongly. In Matthew chapter 23, he was speaking to the scribes and the Pharisees and he said, woe, in other words, trouble. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. For you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. So a tomb is where there's a, I mean, there's a dead body inside it. He's saying it looks really clean and really nice on the outside. It's all whitewashed, but inside there's uncleanness and death. And he says, even so, you also outwardly appear righteous. You appear righteous to everybody. They think you're holy. They think, oh, you're a real man of God. But inside, you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. You said in one, thing, in one version, it says you're full of corruption and evil. See, they look like they're righteous and holy on the outside. Oh. <laughs> but on the inside, he said, you're rotten. You're rotten to the core, basically. It's like an apple. You go to eat it and it goes, wow, that looks really good. Bite into it and there's a worm inside it. That's what he's basically saying. Outwardly, you appear. You're trying to impress everybody at how holy and righteous you are and how good you are. Look at me. Look at me. And he's saying, no, I'm looking at you. I'm looking deep down on the inside. I can see what you're really like. So he was rebuking them. They were trying to impress people. They were trying to look holy, but they were actually unholy. And then in Mark chapter 7, he says this. Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, hypocrites, as it is written, this people honours me with their lips. In other words, you say it. You honour me with your lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me. So not only did they look good on the outside, they were rotten inside. He said, but you also, you're so hypocritical. You are saying all these nice things. You're saying things that sound good, but actually you don't believe it. It's not in your heart. You're not really worshipping me. It's in vain. Vanity, vanity. It's in vain. It's not real. It's fake. Who else says that? <laughs> it's fake. That's what he's saying. You are fakes. That's what Jesus said to them. He rebuked them. So he's saying the outside looks good, but the inside, rotten. And then we go to another interesting passage. And this is the Corinthian church. And they were really flowing in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Right? They looked like they were really spiritual, really godly. 
But they had a problem, and Paul is addressing it. He says, flee sexual immorality. So there was sexual sin going on. This is the believers. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Saying, you might think it's an outside thing, it doesn't really matter, it's insignificant, it's meaningless. But no, it actually affects the inside. It affects the inside. It's a, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? The Holy Spirit is in you. What you do on the outside is affected. Who you have from God, and you are not your own. In other words, he's basically saying you can't run around acting lawless, acting like the world, thinking it doesn't matter, that's just an outside thing, it's an inside thing, because the Holy Spirit lives within you. He says you were bought at a price. The blood of Jesus paid the price for you, and now his spirit lives in you. So he's saying flee youthful lust because it's not just something that's on the outside, it's something that affects the inside. And then another, uh, another aspect of this on the outside thing is the way that we conduct ourselves. It's we, if we are believers, if we're Christian, okay, if we love the Lord, then there's a way that we need to act too. Remember, he was rebuking the Pharisees to be, for being hypocrites. In the book of Colossians, Paul says, Walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. In other words, watch your words. We need to watch the way we speak. Do we speak words of faith? Or are we always criticising? Or are we always complaining? Are we swearing? Are we telling dirty jokes at work? Are we doing things that we shouldn't be doing? Are we a good witness for the Lord towards those who are outside? You know, those people who are outside of the kingdom of God, they are the ones that God wants us to reach out to. So we need to watch the way we live our lives and the way that we speak, okay? That's in Colossians. Interestingly, Jesus, we're saying our oh, outside's not good, but you know what? Jesus actually went outside of Jerusalem, the holy city. He went outside to die on the cross for our sins because Jerusalem was considered a holy city. He became like an outsider. He went outside of the city to die for us. It says Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Okay? There's an outside and there's the inside. Interesting that Jerusalem is considered that holy city. Even now, um, Jews are not buried within the city walls. They are buried outside. There's like half a million Jews who are 
um, buried outside of the gates because they didn't want to taint the holy city. Interesting, interesting stuff. Okay, then in the book of Revelation, uh, it talks about um, outside. Who's outside? This is talking about those who are part of the New Jerusalem, part of the holy city. In Revelation 22:14, it says, Blessed, blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city, okay? But outside are dogs, not literal dogs, not dogs. Dogs in the word of God usually speaks about unclean or morally impure. Outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. So, I don't really need to explain that, I don't think. The sexually immoral, those who are doing their own thing, living for their own pleasure, doing things their way, my will, not thy will. Sorcerers, those who are involved in witchcraft and conjuring and seeking other spiritual sources apart from the Lord. Sexually immoral, that's pretty obvious. Murderers, taking other people's lives, not honouring the sanctity of life. Idolaters, those who are idol worshippers, you know, those who are into idolatry. Any form of idolatry, it's not just bowing down to idols, it's having idols. And whoever loves and embraces or practices a lie, that's talking about the religious ones who do not love the truth but will stand their ground on the lies. You know, when you think of that, you go, oh my gosh, that's, that's what's on the outside. What about us? We are on the inside. If you love the Lord, you know the Lord, you're following him, it says you, us, we, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We're a group of people, God's people his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness from the outside and into his marvellous light. He came down into this world. He came outside of heaven to this sin-filled world to get us out of our darkness and out of our sin and into the kingdom of God. How awesome is that? We don't want to be on the outside. We don't want to look on the outside. We don't want to be impressed by worldly things. We don't want to be controlled by those who look only on the outside. You know, trying to look good all the time, trying to measure up to the world's standards, it's exhausting. And it's expensive. You know that? Trying to look good all the time, wearing the latest things, using all the latest things, trying to look good all the time, driving the, you know, the latest car, living in the biggest house or whatever, because of outward appearance. It's expensive, it's exhausting, and it's a waste. It's a waste, because what really matters is what's on the inside. 
That's what we need to focus on. That's what Jesus was basically saying to them. So the bottom line is this. Are we self-pleasers? Are we man-pleasers? Or are we God-pleasers? I don't know about you, but I want to please the Lord. I don't care what people think about my outward appearance. I will be neat and tidy. That's it. I don't care about the rest. And you shouldn't either. Focus on what's in here. Focus on what's really valuable. Focus on what pleases the Lord. Focus on making good decisions and wise investments in the things of God. Because this earth is going to pass away. The only thing we can take with us is what we've done for the Lord. Amen. Father, we just thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that you came outside of heaven to rescue us, to bring us from the outside darkness and into your marvellous light, into your wonderful family, into the kingdom of God, into the place where you give us a future and a hope. Lord, help us not to spend time and effort and energy and finances on things that don't really matter, on dead things. But Lord, help us to make wise investments, to make good decisions. Lord, help us to have that assurance that we are on the inside with you and to follow you day by day. That like Samuel, we can hear your voice clearly that we won't be controlled by our human nature, that we won't look and assume, that we won't be controlled by what people say or think about us, but we would be led by your spirit and we'd be comfortable in that, we'd be confident in that, we'd be strong in that. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyone needs prayer? I want to pray with you. Otherwise, say hi to someone. Good to see you guys. I was thinking about you guys. How are you? Good. So happy to see you. Is it off, Eddie? Eddie. Do you know how to turn it off? No. Eddie. He's on. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. That's all right, I think Sam can either do it.